Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Urban Glory Radio. Simply Glory.
how God is big, and it is an awesome and privilege to be with you tonight. Welcome. I would like to open up the 2016 um, 28 Days of Glory, and I want to thank you for broadcast. We've already started yesterday. We began with a musical tribute and celebration um, through our arts and those that are committed to um, our Urban Glory Music Association and arts were featured yesterday, and today we are going to begin the official word uh, portion of it, which is the series um, Divine Discoveries. We're going to uh, launch the sequel of series, which will all have a, a, a point in there on on that. Amen. So um, I am delighted to be with you today, and I and I know that we're going to experience the plan of God. I don't have much time like I do on a regular broadcast, so I'm going to have a stopwatch and I'm going to go move very very swiftly, amen. But it's the 28 days of glory and we're going to begin our sequel introduction on the divine discoveries. Let's pray and not delay. Father, we praise you and thank you for this day, knowing that this is the day that you have made. We rejoice and are glad. We do thank you for another opportunity to worship you in spirit and in truth. It is the authority of your word that gives me confidence to make boldly known the mysteries of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I do lean and depend on the Holy Spirit as educator and guide to give me clear articulation of speech and deliberation of thought. Holy Spirit, I say have your way. Do what only you can do. Anoint the people's ears to hear what the Spirit has to say to the church. Father, we thank you for the things that shall be accomplished and revealed. Your Lord, we all praise, honor, and glory. For it is in the name of the Lord Jesus that we praise you and give you glory in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. Let's start in our opening passage, and I'll read it. Uh, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses uh, 6 through 13. Uh, uh, it says, Howbeit we speak of mystery among them that are perfect. Yet not the wisdom of this world, nor the princes of the uh, of this of this world that come to naught. But we speak a wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of the world knew. For if they had known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear hath heard, neither have entered into the hearts of men the thing that God has prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what knoweth the things of a man save the spirit of a man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now we have not we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given us of God, which things we also speak, not in words in which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. The natural man cannot receive the things of God, uh, receiveth not the things of God. The things of the Spirit of God, but they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they're spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he is judged by no man. Amen. We're talking about divine discoveries. 
one of the, the passions of my heart as a believer and as a minister of the gospel is to convey the imperatives that that come as a result of the impressions of the Holy Spirit. That as a result of us having a, a imp, of the Holy Spirit having an impact on our life, we become awakened and aware and alerted to greater possibilities that we must find in God. But the, the but the but the key is in in finding those things, we have to come into the knowledge of what those things are. And it will only be when we begin to seek first those things that pertain to God and the way, and the way he has prescribed for us to, get, to receive them. And that's what divine discoveries is all about. We're discovering that wisdom that we speak among those that are mature, not the wisdom of the world, which comes to nothing, but the wisdom that comes in a mystery from God. Those that seek him, find him. Matthew 6, 33 says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things will be added unto us. But then we also know that if we knock, the door will be open. If we seek, we shall find. If we ask, it will be answered. So in this lesson, I want to, and in the set of lessons that we're teaching, I want to explore biblical fundamentals systematically that reviews, refreshes, restores, reaffirms, and renews our awarenesses of the advantages we have as a result of salvation. And I want to motivate and challenge us to stretch ourselves to being driven to explore and expand the manifold wisdom of God expressed in the various subjects. And the goal is to is to examine the potential and affirming the power of discovering our gifts, discovering depth in prayer, and then discovering true belief. And once we do this, I believe that we as the body of Christ will grow into what we see in this scripture. Corinthians, of course, was a corrective letter written to the body of Christ, church at Corinth, which was one of the first churches established in the New Testament by the Apostle Paul, and he was writing because he was aware that some things were going on, all forms of, of, of idolatry, sexual promiscuity, um, uh, infusing of spiritual uh, things with Jewish traditions, which was conflicting to the purity of the gospel. And so at this, he is addressing various situations in this article very sharply, uh, but in doing so, he is also appealing to what has been embedded in in the in the in the dialogue, which was that the Holy Spirit is what makes the difference. Howbeit we speak of wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, because if they knew it, they would have they would have never crucified the Lord of Glory. They would have tried to prevent that uh, that from happening. But this was ordained before the world unto our glory. And so in 28 days of glory, as you begin to focus in on God, and one of the things that we're challenging people to do, take eight times to at least put down your plate and to go before God. We're telling people that in the 29, there's 29 days in the month of February. Generally, there's 28 days, so this is a special year for February. But generally, 
in this time. Also, we tell people to take 28 minutes to study the Word of God. Or if you are used to giving an hour or more, then put two hours and eight minutes or two hours and 80 minutes, whatever is advanced, to help uh, do this time of refreshing. Of course, you know the number two is a time, uh, uh, prophetic number of refreshing, and eight is a number of new beginnings. So we use the second month to refuel, revamp, and renew and refresh ourselves and to become more um, engaged in developing our awareness of where we are spiritually and where we're going. And so in order to do that, we're giving time to the Word. And you can find that the Word of God will be expressed, whether it's in singing and music or um, in dialogue or in study um, on this broadcast. Every, every day for the rest of the month, you will be able to hear the Word of God expressed through this ministry on this platform in a way that is special for the organization. And so I want to start this by two passages. I want to hone in on this concept of this wisdom. Ultimately, we know that wisdom is a byproduct of the knowledge and the understanding we have coming directly from the revelations that we see from, from God. He, he begins the passage that he didn't come before the people of God uh, with a rhetoric, religious rhetoric to sound like he understood, but he came with a wisdom that is for the perfect, that, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So the, the message in which he was conveying his message here was a, a message of power, to empower and the people versus informing the people. And sometimes preachers get caught up in the information that they don't get the revelation, and revelation requires a degree of power to translate it and to convey it to the people so they can take it and act upon it. And so in this, in this dialogue, we are aware that the wisdom of God is key to us experiencing these various mysteries, the unravelings of these mysteries to, uh, that, that come as a result of being encountered with the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit that enables us to live the Christian life. And when you really invest into knowing God, and you find out that the more you serve him, the more you see. And the more you see, the more you believe. And, it, and, and it's just as simple as that. People try to, try to expound upon it and make it ordeal, but there's an, always an encounter with the supernatural that forces you to seek the living God, so that you can find sustenance beyond what you see in the natural. Because life takes on more meaning. <clears throat> life has more motive. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 2. I want you to see the power of wisdom revealed in Scripture as we open up divine discoveries. Very simple outline, but I think it's apropos to help us prepare and propel ourselves for the coming days. In the Gospel of Proverbs, or in the, in, the, in the passage of Proverbs, we want to look at the second chapter, and let's look at let's 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 um go through the entire book. It says, uh, "My son, entire chapter, my son, if thou receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, 
so that I incline thine ears unto wisdom and apply thy heart to understanding. Yea, if thou criest after knowledge and lifted up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver and searchest for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. He keepeth the path of the judgment and preserveth the way of his saints. Then shalt thou understand righteousness and judgment and equity. Yea, every (coughs) good path. When wisdom entereth into thine heart, and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul, discretion shall preserve thee. Understanding shall keep thee, and to deliver thee from the evil way of the evil man, right? And from from that man which speaketh forth things, who leave the paths of the uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness. So the scripture lets us know and it goes on and deals with that that person that turns away. But the advantages of those that seek first this wisdom that we speak says they find the knowledge of God. They become righteous. They walk uprightly. They they preserve themselves in the way of what saints are supposed to become. And they become on the path of judgment. They understand righteousness, judgment, equity, and every good path. So my first point for us tonight is to dwell in the wells of wisdom. You know, for so long, I've seen the church culture migrate to secular humanism. We've seen a passive-aggressive Delusion or diluting of sound doctrine and 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 an infusing of uh, of, of divination, divination, uh, demonic influences, distorting the purity of the faith. But if we would learn to dig deeper and to draw from the wells of wisdom, we will find this understanding and this knowledge. And what do I mean by that? We need to. We need to indulge in the wells of the scripture. When I say the wells, because the word of God is like water. It quenches the thirsting of of our soul. It is the word of God that anchors us in times where we are curious and not certain as to how we're going to go on. When I say indulge in the wells of scripture, I'm talking about for deeper truth, deeper meaning, deeper insight. Deeper insight. Because... That is what is going to unveil what this thing is all about. Now, many of you may be listening for the first time or taking on this challenge for the first time where you actually study the Word of God. And some of people have, have, have been at a crossroad because they really have not done due diligence in seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That if, you're, if his word abides in you and you abide in his word, you can then approach him on another level. 
and know that the confidence that you have based on the credibility that you've learned through the scripture as to how to address God will affirm you so that you can receive those things that you know that you petitioned before him. God has no problem answering our questions if we really come prepared with our curiosities. We got to do something about it. And it starts with dwelling from the wells of wisdom through indulging in the wells of the scripture. It is the scriptures that will awaken, awaken the death and the drought and the staleness in your soul. And I don't know any other ways to put it. If you want to find answers, what you need is in the word of God. And how do you really indulge in the wells of the scripture? Secondly, you investigate the advantages of the spirit-led life. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 1. I'll read this one, and then um, I'll give you also Ephesians chapter 5. And First uh, Thessalonians chapter 2. And these are long passages, so I'll sum it up. But the Bible lets us know that ultimately in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 1, of verse 2, verse 3, rather, it says, Blessed be the God and Father who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. So when we, we, we investigate the advantages of the spiritual blessings, we know that we've been given all, uh, we've been given, we've been endowed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according to that he have chosen us before him, before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, right? Now, that's what the scripture says. Now, in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15, it goes on to say, or Ephesians, rather, chapter 5, it goes on to say that um, when the Spirit of God is released, it says, we are followers of God as dear children. We walk in love as in Christ also have loved us and have given us up as offering a sacrifice to God as a sweet swelling favor, and then we do some things. We, uh, we flee fornication, all uncleanness, covenants, let, not, not let it not name, be named once among us. It goes on to say that we, we have an inheritance. The scripture keys in on verse 5 where it says, For ye know that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater hath the inheritance in the kingdom of God. Let no man deceive you with vain words, because these things come upon the wrath upon the children of disobedience. But, but, but be not therefore partakers with them. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now ye are the light of the Lord. Walk as children of the light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all godliness, all goodness and righteousness and truth. So here we see in this chapter, and it goes on, and there's a lot more in that passage, which lets us know that in investigating the advantages of the Spirit, we've been given a lot of things in the Spirit. And those things are as a result of us walking in the light and producing, and the Spirit producing himself in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. So when we investigate the script, of, when we indulge in the wells of the scripture and investigate in the spirit of life, the, the, the first thing we become is, is, is word-oriented. The word becomes our reality, producing truth, righteousness, and light, because we didn't have that before. Amen. So, I want to encourage you um, to let the Spirit of God take 
take its place. And then the second Thessalonians, I have to take you to this. Chapter 2, uh, verse 5, it says, Remember not that when ye were the, when I was with you, I told you these things, and ye know I was, that what we, with, um, what we withhold that we might be revealed in this time. For it is the mystery of iniquity already worked, is already at work. Only let, um, only he who know let us will let him until it be taken out of the way. But it goes on and says, listen, in verse 13, but we are always bound to give thanks always to you for God, brethren, beloved, because God hath from the beginning chosen you through salvation of sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth. So as a result of you allowing the spirit of God to saturate you and take residence in your life, it will cause you to be preserved, to be set apart in the truth. So we indulge in the wells of the scripture by investigating the advantages of the spirit. So thirdly, we can inspire our level of commitment to God to the next level. And that's what I want to conclude with in tonight's lesson. We need to become dedicated to a diligent lifestyle of prayer and fasting. We need to be detached completely from the world, right? And then we need to also be devoted to spirit-led living. Why is that? Because as the scripture says in verse 16, it says, Now that our Lord Jesus Christ himself and our God, even our Father, which have loved us and have given us an everlasting consolation and good hope through grace, comfort our heart and establish us, in every good word and work. I want to challenge you that as you get into the word of God with us this month, and as you take it up another notch and another level, that you would begin to allow God's word to have effect and watch God work through these divine discoveries. Now, when we have divine discoveries, we developed depth needed for the next level realistically. Because we don't want to settle for the form. We've been, we've been indulged in the wells of the scripture. We've investigated the advantages of the Holy Spirit. And we've inspired our level of commitment so that we can develop depth needed for the next level realistically. God wants to get in the raw part of our life. And until we give them time to do so, we won't have competency of scripture conviction um, on our position through calling Christ-like characteristics in these times and, and a commissional connection and conviction and, and then compassion to drive ahead in the future. God wants to really take it up a level. So in order for him to do that, we have to allow alterations to occur practically through his influence. And we have to live in such a way where he can dialogue through the Holy Spirit, discipline us through the drive of, of the order that comes as a result of the passion placed through divine pursuits and develop discernment to recognize the voice of God more clearly and devotional living to align ourselves to the transformed and the transfiguring power of God. And then this decides to walk with God daily. Amen. I'm out of time, but I'm not out of content. We've just began. 
I'm going to give some more in-depth topic on on these divine discoveries. Thank you for listening to the broadcast today. We're going to be on tomorrow opening up the first series of our study, and I know that you're going to be blessed because we're going to be discussing some great topics that I believe the Holy Spirit will inspire you to enhance your spiritual walk in life. I trust that whatever you set your hands to do, you will do. Because greater is he that's within you than he that's within the world. God bless you, and have a wonderful day. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.